On this week's episode of Bungalow or in the Bus, we learn about golf and then head over for a country music concert. <laughs> Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. This is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. Uh, my regular co-host, John Busdecker, is out traipsing around Europe, so we brought in our constant stalwart friend, Scotty the Body Campbell. Hey, everybody. How you doing, Scotty? I'm doing great. Yeah? We yeah. brought you out. We're outside of the downtown bubble tonight. We're over on International Drive at uh, PXG, which is Parsons extreme golf and our new friend kansas adams is here hey kansas how we doing good to be here oh well good man hey i'm excited i i don't generally venture into the world of sports ball uh (laughs) you've already shown me some interesting things out here it's pretty cool this is quite the uh setup you have yeah i appreciate it glad you guys uh came out yeah well thanks for having us can you talk a little bit about what makes this extreme what is this place i see there's lots of beautiful uh things to wear but then there's also things to help you be like a better golf player yeah for sure so for one the extreme it's gigantic right Ten thousand square feet a lot of uh a lot of space to have fun uh but to your point there's a lot of things to fit so um we're trying to be kind of the first golf and lifestyle company so apparel for men and women and kids um golf clubs from driver all the way down to putter bags accessories dog collars dog collars you name it we we have it here okay just so your dog matches what you're wearing when you're out on the course sure why not okay why not i, I like that that the is more, a life the more pxg logos are better right? I, I, I think our dog might need an extreme collar i think so too let's make sure we get one on our way out uh who is this Parsons man? The, the man who founded it, I heard he's a Marine, ex-Marine, former Marine. Yeah, Mr. Parsons. Bob Parsons is his name. Um, Good name. Yeah, he is a Marine veteran, served in Vietnam, and then um, moved into the tech space. So okay. founded GoDaddy. Uh, which I if, yeah, am currently using for one of my websites. Yeah, yeah. Good. Okay. He, I'm sure he appreciates that. Yeah, holler. <laughs> yeah, so and he uh, sold GoDaddy, sold, sold his shares of GoDaddy. Okay. He's also the owner of Scottsdale National Golf Club, um, which is down in Scottsdale, Arizona, of course. Of course. And, um, <laughs> a gearhead. Okay. And loves to know how things work, loves golf, and wanted to kind of push the limits of what a golf club could be. He saw an opportunity. Exactly. Right? Right. That's a good sign for an entrepreneur when you exactly. see an opportunity and you jump on it. And Yeah, exactly. That's kind of where the extreme part comes in, too, because there's – you know, in any manufacturing, there's parameters, right? Budgets, uh, material restrictions, all sorts of things. He kind of flipped that on his head. So when when we're building golf clubs or designing golf clubs, we should say, um, zero restrictions at this all. This isn't Build-A-Bear. This is... It, it is. I mean, in reality, it kind of is. Because you he, have... Compa- there's pieces here. Like, there's, there's rods and there's <laughs> different heads that you can put onto it and yeah. there's different weights can, can you talk a little bit about that? there's like a customization bit here that that i found really interesting yeah every every bit of the golf club is customizable and that's what the idea was so really he he hired two guys who are engineers kind of stalwarts in the industry and okay said, build frankenstein build something that no one's ever seen before but the idea was for it to be fittable and customizable so every piece of the golf club is meant to be messed with Right there's you saw like there's, that. The, there's the disc weight there's the head weights in the back there's the tungsten weights on the head uh huh there's three different heads in each line depending on your skill level um, 
we're looking at different shafts, weight, what material, what flex, as we like to call it. Um, flex. Length. Okay. Lie angle, head weight, shaft. It's a lot rip, of words that make me giggle, yeah, Kansas. I'll be yeah, honest. That's, that's true. <laughs> and, and, and so enough. they go into an area, kind of almost looks like a game that you you call it the fitting room? Fitting right? bay. Yep. Fitting, fitting bay. bay. Yeah, fitting let's bay. talk about that. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a little video going up on our Instagram so people can see it. But it, it was almost like... Uh, like top golf kind of i don't know if we're allowed to say that i could bleep it out post if we're not allowed to say it but but it's like a place where you you hit the ball and then you have there's data being gathered yeah exactly so we use um trackman as our our radar okay and that's such a bro name for it i like it already yeah yeah trackman so it collects <laughs> tens of of data points basically on the golf swing okay so it's showing us which mine were pretty good Great, <laughs> great. Video if you were four months old, <laughs> yeah. If I was a four-month-year-old <laughs> with no coordination and not holding a golf club, yeah, those exactly. are great numbers. Yeah, yeah. they're awesome. <laughs> Just swinging a stick, um, hitting apples, right? Yeah. So it's collecting how fast you swing the golf club. It's it's collecting what direction that club is moving, left or right. Okay. Um, it's collecting how fast the ball leaves the club face and then you come in as a professional kansas and you say what like because you see some of these numbers like you can help people adjust with their fit or like you say well maybe let's try like a shorter rod like is that what happens yeah exactly so there's kind of parameters that we're trying to get into okay for example like we use seven iron to to fit um there's a spin window you would want a seven iron to be in there's a launch window you'd want a seven iron to be in a height window you'd want a seven iron to be in so we're basically trying to take golfers and make adjustments based on that and trying to kind of fit them into those windows, if you will. Is anyone doing that? That just seems really like that that in-depth customization per uh, club. I, 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 You know, obviously, again, I'm not a big sports ball guy, but that seems pretty special. Yeah. Um, golf club fitting as a whole, been around for the better part of 20 years. Okay. Um, but kind of to your point piggybacking on that a little bit is we were the first direct to consumer golf company right so you can go get fit for golf clubs um you can get fit but like by manufacturers but you're not coming to the store of the manufacturer to be fit by the person who works for the you'd have more things here than you would at like a satellite like stall in a in a like a walmart or something right this the fact that you could come to this boutique space and get fit for anything down from like bandanas to yeah. a space age looking UFO club right. thing. And we here in Orlando have the only one in Florida. The only the only PhD store in Florida. Yeah, the next closest would be Atlanta. And so, you've been around for well, a year. It's a bit of a drive. Yeah, May of 2022, the store opened. All right. I love it, man. There's also like there's a putt room. Was that the official scientific name for it? <laughs> the putting lab, we like to Putting call it. lab. That's even better just because of the science behind it. I don't <laughs> no, know. I like putt room. <laughs> putt, putt room. Yeah. Uh, can you talk a little bit more about like the tech? Because, you know, Mr. Parsons, you said he's a tech guy. Uh, he hired those engineers, you know, to obviously do engineering science magic on the clubs. But, like, is there, you're known as being kind of, the brand is known as being like the most forgiving club on the market right yeah so um it's kind of more of a an r&d company a research and development company okay there's a science to thing make again. golf clubs right okay. um so there's all sorts of things going on with so for example we were the first ever 
golf club manufacturer to forge an iron that's hollow and fill it with a polymer. Okay. So the face of our iron is about as thin as a penny. And basically when you're hitting that golf ball, the face flexes trampoline effect, if you will. Okay. Right? So there's this core that absorbs all of that energy and trampolines kind of back off the ball. And then it also kind of just pushes it itself? Exactly. So rough estimate. We're talking about sweet spot before, right? Yeah. So roughly that that polymer, that thin face, roughly increases the sweet spot of a golf club by like 25%, ball speed by roughly 10%. This is so it's kind of like there's an experience, a boutique experience. So if you have somebody who's looking to buy a gift or you have someone in your family who just loves golf, uh, but maybe they need to step it up a little bit in their equipment game, this could be a place to come. And they're not just getting the clubs, they're actually getting like a bespoke uh, experience with some professionals. Is that exactly? Yeah, full, full, full door to door experience. Um, fitting fee right now $25. It applies towards purchase at the moment. Twenty five bucks. Um, Twenty five dollars. Okay, that's yeah. not bad. Holy yeah, geez. that's a, that's a current promotion. So like a full bag, if you wanted to get everything, normally it'd be one hundred and twenty five. Yeah, non refundable. Twenty five right bucks. All fitting fees are twenty five, and they're refundable. So it, how long you, does that go? If you for? decide to purchase, we add it back on. Is, is that like a month or are we just saying the season? We don't want to say because we don't the know. Foreseeable but check the foreseeable future. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the foreseeable tomorrow. I don't want to get you in trouble if someone shows up. That makes sense. In Kansas, you guys are hosting a uh, a watch party for the Ryder Cup, right? That's correct. Yes, it'll be from ten to two or ten to noon, excuse me, on Saturday. Okay, Saturday, September thirtieth. Wow, that's this weekend. It is. Okay, it is. We're excited. Uh, Zach Johnson, who is a PGA Tour professional, but also a PXG staffer, he plays our product, is uh, the captain of the United States team this year. Repping that brand on the international stage. I like that. Yes. It's in Rome? It is in Rome. Okay, fancy. I'd like to go to Rome and wear some, some nice duds. That's a good gig. I'm I just guess. imagining it's like a putt-putt course, and you, you shoot around the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Is that yeah, where yeah. it is? Or, uh, it's not in Rome, is it? Get it All into right. a fountain. There's like little fountain things where people <laughs> keep throwing their quarters in and messing up your game. It would be much more interesting in Venice, I think. Yeah, next time. We're just, we're just brainstorming We want to see some golf tournaments in Venice, please. I'll put in a word to the <laughs> <All right>. suits <laughs> for you. I love it. Yep. What do you get? Is there like a mimosa bar, or what's, what's happening? So coffee and donuts here. Okay. Yep. Coffee and donuts You're here. You're not eating donuts, Kansas. Me? Yeah. I keep, how do you donuts. keep your trim, your your trim golf and figure? Are you just murdering donuts too? I get my steps in. Oh my gosh. Oh my, <laughs> I get my steps that's in. probably the step that I'm missing or the step. <laughs> <laughs> Where can they find out more information about the event? Just on the website? Oh, you know what? You know what, Kansas? We're going to get the information. We're going to put that up in our post so people can see it, okay? Sure. All right. I love it. And you're just located. What's this? What's the address again? It's something Circle Circle. 6811 Visitor Circle. 6811 Visitor Circle, just, just right off, off of International yeah. Drive. Yeah. You might see a three-legged dog wandering around yeah, outside. That we means did. you're in the right spot. Is there anything else you really want people to know about what you're doing over here? I mean, just just come in, check us out, come come see the experience. All right, it's, uh, we like to think it's a little bit different than than the most places you'd go. So. There's a Canadian working here too, so you know it's a good spot. Kansas, thanks so much for having us. We're going to talk about the headlines now. You got it, no problem. All right, thanks for having me. Wow. Okay. Well, scene change. You're going to hear Definitely some noise in the background. Chains, right? Yeah. Scotty, we're over at All Red. We are. Another one of our favorite iDrive places. Yeah, at Icon Park. We uh, What a cool... 
you know, we, we were hanging out at PG, PXG. As we do. And <laughs> learning about <laughs> sports ball. And, uh, and then we... But they had to close up, so we were like, "Okay, well, we'll just go over to Old Red and see what's happening." Yeah, yeah. and Happens here we are. to be the night before Blake Shelton's taking the stage here. Yeah, so but probably as people were, are listening to this, Blake Shelton's he will be on, on the stage. stage, yeah, doing his thing. The only way you could have gotten those tickets is if you went to the uh, uh, Kiss concert. They had a Kiss tribute band here. Oh yeah, and he, in order to qualify to win tickets to the Blake Shelton concert, you had to go to that Kiss concert. Well, now do we? Th- we're assuming that everybody knows that this is his place. Oh, if you don't know, All Red, one of his more popular songs, is uh, owned by Blake Shelton. This this really cool Southern inspired restaurant. Yeah. And it's got a, a live music component. They always have and, touring bands. And some of the best service in town. Just very personable people. Yeah, People who remember us from being here last time, yeah. which is crazy. Well, to be honest, I've been here a couple times. And then someone from, like, right when they opened, they had us out to try their menu. Uh, and then they, they saw us here <laughs> eating a steak. They were like, oh, did you come back? to do a promo for their new menu and i was like no we actually just happened to want to come here because it's great yeah and here we are and it's so i love it here and you're hearing in the background this uh trio from a band called south band it's like they're a larger band what did i say southbound i don't know what you said but it's southbound Southbound. (laughs) (laughs) i think i said southbound you got it but uh just to let you know they're they're awesome i'm i want you to hear them a little bit but i guess you can't uh Anyway, shout out to PXG for hosting us. I actually had a lot of fun there. I did too. I, I did stuff. learn that if I have any hope of uh, playing golf again, I'm going to have to have a little practice. A little practice. Get, a, get on the driving range. The right equipment. And uh, I'm a little mad that Kansas Adams, our host for the evening, did not come and show me how to do a good stroke. <laughs> that's all a, right, that's a handsome right. man, Scotty Campbell. So are there any headlines we should talk yeah, about? <laughs> so, <laughs> just up the road from here, Disney's spending big bucks on their parks over the next 10 years. Did you hear this announcement? I didn't hear this. $60 billion, they say, they're going to be spending on all their parks. That's worldwide okay. uh, over the next 10 years. That's twice as much as they spent in the last 10 years. They oh, said, wow. We got to you know, double down. And protect our assets, what we've invested so far. And the only way to do that is to just keep innovating and keep changing and, and investing. And apparently they did a, some research. Over 700 million people in the world who are Disney fans have never been to a Disney park, they said. Wow. So, so this is going to be part so of So how are they going to fix that? Pay for them to come? Because that's probably the barrier, <laughs> is, right? Is pay, yeah, I, yeah. You know, I'm sure that's part of it. Yeah. Although, or maybe it's... Um, you know, the rides weren't current enough. I bet that's going to be part of it because they have this whole, like, flipping old rides yeah. to make them more yeah, true, current. True. But like the, mean, you know, the Splash Mountain is now, what, Tiana's River Ride? Right. Yeah. So they're doing no, all I, kinds of stuff. You know, I don't mean that to be a, a flipping comment. It, it's, it's, I love Disney. It's okay. But Captain honestly, it's, it's, a, it's an expensive proposition to, to go to it. Much less, of where are these yeah. folks that they're talking about? Where in the world are they? You know, oh. and they... they have to get there. Only getting more expensive. Did you hear uh, the Disney board, the new Disney board the, that was appointed by our governor, has just nixed park passes for, for Disney employees? How, how are they able to do that? I, I I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Science. 
political yeah. science. I'm not sure how it works. <laughs> oh, they're yippee kaye in here. That's how you know we're at Old Red. That was uh, not a commentary on our on our podcast. By no, the they're just excited. They're just feeling their vibes. Uh, they they're replacing. You're no longer getting it free passes as a Disney employee, but you're going to get a $3,000 stipend to like invest in buying tickets and stuff if you want. You're not going to get discounts either. Isn't that, I think that's kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy. I think that's I, why a lot of people work there. I think it is too. Especially I seasonal it employees. Too. It's actually seasonal employees who specifically and, work there so they can get free and passes. And not to get political, but that's an awful lot of voters. It's an awful lot of voters. It's also a lot of people who are, have been working some of them below the poverty line, right? Just because they believe in the company and they love going there so much, like that whole Disney. I think they just popped the Disney bubble. To be honest, Scotty yeah. Campbell, there's people that live, work, and play only on property, right? You know, and it's because it's kind of subsidized by their low wage. Then they go and play and hang out on Disney property after because it's free, and they like that perk. But if that's taken away. They're going to use that $3,000 for groceries. You know, they're not going to reinvest that to go back to the parks. No. I'd, well, so it'll be re- reinvested in a, a way. But they'll also, they might also think of uh, living somewhere else. Or living somewhere else. I, it's going to be, I. that's what we're expecting. That's our two the shake up, yeah. Not a, not a smart move by them. I, You know, what, what a different thing to do. Anyway, dumb. Yeah. I think it's dumb. Uh, speaking of dumb, Florida Republican, a Florida Republican up in the north of Florida saying, bring back the bear hunt. Did you see that today? No. I know, Scotty, and I don't like that at all. Uh, they're saying there's just too many bears around. We're seeing too many bears. There's been a spike, in, uh, in especially in rural communities, but we've also seen it here in Orlando with between bear and human interaction. You know, But we know what the... Because there's reason nowhere for, for them that. to go, right? Because we're overdeveloping, we're not developing wisely, and and uh, those habitats are being destroyed. They've been actually saying that since 2015, when it was just revisited. They were they were revisiting it back then, bringing back like a more of a bear hunt, killing yeah. more of them. Uh, there's only four thousand black bears apparently in the state, according to recent estimates. Yeah, and this, uh, this does not seem like no. a wise person making this suggestion. And actually, there was a moment, I remember, this makes me think of this moment back in Canadian history when, you know, we lost a lot of ice coverage up north, uh, you know, polar ice cap stuff. People were saying, oh, oh we're seeing more. man, we're I, seeing I thought more. you were talking about like a cocktail crisis. Okay, cool. <laughs> polar ice caps. They say we're seeing more polar bears. You know, they're, oh, there's a lot more polar bears around. And it's like, no, it's not more of them. You're just seeing more of them on land. Right. Because there's nowhere for them to go on the ice where right. they would prefer to be. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully that, hopefully that doesn't come back to haunt us. Uh, and then the XFL just made an announcement today. Uh-huh. They're looking to get hitched. They're merging with USFL. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Which is, uh, I already forgot what it is. United States, Florida, I don't know, football league, <laughs> something like that. I think it's just United Florida. I didn't really <laughs> United football league. US, but it's USFL. <laughs> It's oh, just another startup. It's like a spring football thing. Uh, I feel like we're the least qualified people. We are, and in I the just wrote about the it. To be talking about <laughs> <laughs> we can't even get the acronyms I've right. Had a couple beers, United dude. States Football League, I guess. Yeah, and actually, they announced their intention to get hitched because there's a lot of legal hurdles involved. I guess in merging 
football leagues yeah. like that because of course. And so does XFL stand for Extreme Football League? Uh, yeah, that's what I've been telling everybody. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I hate to that launched tell in them. February and USFL launched in April, so they're both fledgling leagues. I, I hate to tell them, and also, uh, yeah, I love love the our sponsors who had us over a little bit, but X, Extreme is not does not start with the letter X. <laughs> well. Trauma does that to you. It's hard to spell. It's hard to spell. And with that, let's take a little break, Scotty. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to talk about the mayor's. I want to hear more southbound. We're going to hear more southbound. They're almost done. And then when we get back, we're going to talk about the mayor's state of the city and uh, free parking and, and a whole bunch of other stuff. State of downtown. Okay. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Hey, Mo, how are you? Good. How are you doing, John? I am fantastic. Always fantastic. Quick question for you. I know you tell people this all the time, that they should take photos after a car accident, but what if I take video? Is that better? Well, it's the same. I mean, the point is to document the accident scene, because evidence disappears quickly, so yeah, you want to document any visible injuries to you or anyone in the vehicle, any um, you know, damage to the vehicles involved, any skid marks on the roadways, and you know, kind of the surrounding area as well, so that you know if we have to recreate the accident scene or you know, recreate it for the adjuster or opposing counsel or a jury, we can kind of show them what it looked like at the time. You know, things change. Maybe a tree gets cut down. That tree was blocking a view, or so on and so forth. So that way we kind of have the evidence to show, hey, what happened here? What did it look like? Um, and what was the damage that was caused from it? So take lots of photos. Don't be afraid to take a photo here and there. I'd rather have a, you'd probably rather have 100 photos than one photo. Oh, yeah. I mean, the great thing about you know, smartphones these days is you can take 1,000 photos. People, you, you know, We used to tell people, keep a, a disposable camera in your glove box. <laughs> Those days are gone, so now you can just do it with your phone. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. Hey man, are you looking for a place that's not your laundry room or your kitchen table to do some work? Gotta get away from the kids? Credo Conduit is the co-working space you've been waiting for. You'll be surrounded by other creatives, entrepreneurs, coffee roasters, journalists, and nonprofit leaders who will help you celebrate your wins and help you with your needs to thrive and pursue a life of greater meaning, impact, and community. Go to CredoConduit.com today to book a tour. Welcome back to Bungalore and the Bus. This is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. And with me tonight is Scotty Campbell. Hey, everyone. Hey, Scotty. Uh, every week, we like to go to a different uh, bungalow neighborhood around Orlando. But tonight, we're out of the bubble and we're over on International Drive. I drive. We were invited out to hang out with our friends at PXG, the, the golf shop, yep. uh, talking about all of their cool stuff, how they like to fit people for their best golf game. And uh, they got some technology over there that nobody else has. And I have to say, I always, uh, you know, we, we think of it as being out of the bubble, but but I drive is always a fun time. I, I like it. I especially like, well, you know, after that, we popped on over to our friends at All Red because we wanted some food. 
Yeah. And and hear some live music, which we did. And now we're hanging here, finishing up our beers and having a little chat. We're very we're mere feet from Blake Shelton's outfit. Yeah, he's sweating those jeans. Yeah. Well, you know, he may have that. Everything looks brand new. They're skinny so little I, jeans. I, you know what I mean? Can't, you can't, can't see the whole thing. Skinny little legs in those jeans. <laughs> Blake Shelton's going to be if you're, you're listening to this I, on the radio. I Blake think he Shelton. lays down to put those on. If you <laughs> ask me. <laughs> if if you're listening to this on the radio, Blake Shelton's here at All Red right now, playing on the stage. Someone already came up to us hoping that we could give them free tickets. They thought because we had microphones, yeah. we had power. But that's okay. They're from Minnesota, so they don't know how the world works. <laughs> <laughs> They're a little confused. Uh, what were we talking about? Before the break, we were talking about all kinds of stuff. We're about to talk about state of downtown. State of downtown, not yeah. the state of the city. Yeah, who would say that? Some dummy who didn't know <laughs> anything about anything, probably. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? You were actually there. I was. I, I went. Uh, I'm, I, Let's see my, what it is first. Doesn't it say in the name People what it might is? not know. Scotty, right? The mayor, well, the mayor doesn't so address the, every year. The mayor's... And actually, now it's like extended into like the main streets. They do these periodic things where they like to get together and uh, talk about uh, initiatives. How, initiatives, but but really like how things are. Throw out some numbers, that sort of thing. Yeah. What was refreshing about this one? I I went as uh, my day job is working for the history center, and I went representing them. And what was refreshing about this is I felt like uh, Mayor Dyer was very honest about the state of downtown and what we need to focus on to to make it well what did he say i wasn't there well (laughs) you have bullet points you want to talk about so why don't we go through those well you were there was there anything that stood out and the chicken was delicious (laughs) (laughs) you sat with the county folks because you're fancy uh well kind of did you sit with like Terry I had Olson at my table. I had Tor- Ter- Terry Olson from the county, um, Stu, yeah. who works with me, and uh, Julia and uh, a friend. <laughs> I can't remember her name. Julia from page Young. fifteen. Uh-huh. Uh, Cole Neesmith was at our table from Creative City Project. And also uh, from. Uh, you can't just say their names. You got to say what they do. Oh, from uh, United who. Arts, okay. the, the representative. So we had a we had like a power. Table. We were one table over from uh, uh, Kay Rollins, so oh. she uh, ignored she me do? as usual. What <laughs> did she do? <laughs> what did she do? Did you thank her for? What did she do? Yeah, she wears purple very well. She's the head of the Orlando City Soccer Foundation, and she's yeah, the she reason did. you got to I'm, play. And it. I'm You're teasing. I'm teasing. She didn't. She didn't even see me. So she didn't see. Well, because no. she got you into the Orlando City Soccer she foot golf go, tournament. Foot golf. You're yeah, the reason yeah. you got to play it. Yeah, I'm the reason I'm the champion of foot golf. Well, there you go. Thank you so I'm much, Kay Rollins. Thanks, Kay. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> uh, so I, I do have some points. I guess he brought up during the address. Okay. Uh, that. Like the old Bob Carr Theater, he brought up plans for that. Like what's going to be happening at Bob Carr Theater, and he wants he to. He did. Make it-, it, it was in the state of downtown that was fairly ambiguous. I didn't. I didn't oh, it, really? Like it's, he wants some- to make it a, a town square for technology. And what does that mean? Like, well, for a while he wanted it to be an esports arena. He did, or that was the plan. The plan, yeah. Well, that's what his people on his staff suggested, and he said, "Sure, that's where the dart landed. Let's do that, right?" And that's well, what Creative Village. I also though think at the time that was a thing, right? This whole theater, sitting in a yeah. theater, playing these games. 
And it still kind of is because we've okay. seen there's uh, there was talk of the folks who are on the beach are doing that the old eye bar space. Oh, really? Uh, the the oh man, what is it called? The society building downtown. It's one of the new high rises. They're putting in a gigantic esports venue there. A big name brand. It's going to be really fancy. So I think they're kind of pivoting a little bit away from calling it an esports initiative over at Bob Carr because it's going to take a little bit and do, making it like a tech hub somehow. And I don't know what that means for programming. Right, right. I know they succeeded but, in attracting EA Games there, so maybe they were going to have some sort of input. And in fairness to Buddy, I you know of course he he's just giving a speech and giving the highlights, yeah. so he, he can't really break it down for you. But I'll be honest with you, the terminology Town Square to me. I uh, sounded like he was going to level the building, which was, you know, oh. but then the, but then the, no, the lead up to it. that was not like he called it a historic building, yada, yada. So yeah. town square, I don't, and I it's don't, pretty, it's a significant building there. And if they do it right and activate it with the right programming, yeah. I think it could be really important. Plus it's right on that new park. What would you do if you got Bob Carr and you could just do anything you wanted to with it? Anything? Yes. Uh, dollar movie theater. <laughs> That's what I would do. I'd get Enzian to move there. I'd get Enzian to move there out of Maitland is oh, what I would do. Oh, and they'd be downtown. They would have yeah. more room. They would like that. Yeah. Um, I would turn it into the Liza Minnelli Theater, and all of the programming would be oh drag God. queens impersonating Liza Minnelli. Don't the gays have enough, Scott Gamble? There's two and 365 days That's of the year. <laughs> He has, you know, since he was talking about Bob Carr, he also applauded the initiatives of Creative Village. Yes. Which is what it, where it's located. He's all blah, blah, blah. And Craig Usler was great. there. I saw him. Craig Usler was there who, you know, there are rumors and whispers he might run for mayor one day. I doubt it because it doesn't pay enough. I think there were a lot of people in the room who might run for mayor one oh, day. I'm not dropping any hints about my future plans. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> Would I? Yeah. Mayor of City of Orlando? Yeah, I would. Well, I, I, it depends on the timing because I, I, I have my eye on New York City. So I've got we'll a belly see. already, though, so I'm afraid if, I start, <laughs> if I'm a mayor, I'm just going to get even more obese. Nobody wants that to happen. Uh, uh, he talked about the alcohol permit program downtown, how it's helping yep. to address violence. Yep. You know, by, by uh, keeping away bad actors. You know, because they're like yeah. people are going downtown for the nightlife, but not really going in the bars, and they just hang out outside and get into trouble. Right. And they're hoping that helps. Uh, and then about the disruptive behavior, some unhoused individuals downtown, right? And how right. they're pouring. I think it's thirty million dollars. They just got a big old grant. They're going to pour thirty million dollars. Uh, into into stemming that that issue. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. That was very compassionately put. Um, and and uh, keep you know, talking. I'm going to have a sip of my Ivanhoe Park <laughs> Brewing Company red beer. I'm here. having uh, the high life from Cigar City. So mm. applause to Blake for having local, local beers. Brews. Yeah, local yeah. brews available here. I, I love that. Speaking of local beers, our beer just went into production. Uh, if y'all don't know, I I do uh, I do drag sometimes. What? Yeah, I know Brenda. Brenda ah, from Bitbo's that's what happened to the bathroom. <laughs> glitter everywhere. It's like a glitter bomb went off. Someone killed a couple pixies in there. It's just <laughs> fairy dust. Uh, yeah. So we're doing a beer. It's called Brenda's uh, Stanky Danky, and uh, it 
sounds dirtier than it is. It's a hazy IPA, and I wanted something that just stank a little bit like marijuana, like the Sweetwater uh, Mango Kush used to. They don't make that anymore. And that'll be coming out for Pride. We're doing that with Tactical Brewing. You'll be able to taste it at some of our upcoming events. I'm very excited. I'm going to be on the label. Does it, uh, it, does it uh, benefit anyone? Yeah, we're going to raise some money for Zebra Foundation. Because I love Zebra Foundation. They help so do I. homeless gay youths. Yep. You know, when they come out to their families, sometimes uh, they get I'm, the boot. I'm going to be bowling for them soon. Oh, yeah? I am. At my, the fundraiser that I'm hosting? October 15th. It's the, uh, do you remember what it's called? It's what? Do you remember what it's called? Uh, uh, strikes for Stripes. Strikes for Stripes. Yeah. I'm going to be the host, or rather Brenda from Bithlow will be hosting yep. the evening. They're actually and making me fancy bowling shoes to wear. Orange County Regional History Center will have a team. Oh, We're called the History that. Buffs. Tactical Brewing just told me they're sending some people, too. They're all going to go oh, compete nice. and have awesome. fun. Uh, I better be real funny. So if you want to come and play some bowling, come do that. <laughs> we've actually some other events since we're talking about it. Uh, we're doing a buddy preview of Nightmare on Orange, which is the Halloween-themed takeover of the Courtesy Bar in Winter Park. If you're a bungalow or buddy, you get to see uh, an, an early preview of, of what they do there. And then we're doing a brunch event at Swine and Sons. Uh, Swine and Sons is actually taking over the kitchen at the Milk House in the Milk District, right across from Sideward Brewing on Bumby Avenue. And I'm going to be doing a brunch bingo there. So you can come and have brunch and play bingo with me and try their new brunch stuff. And our coffee should be coming out shortly, too. You'll probably be able to try our coffee that day. I love how I'm hearing as we're recording what's happening in my All life. All these events. <laughs> I already told you. Just oh, so you know, yeah. Scotty, I gave I you... keep a- the schedule up to date. Blah, 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 blah. I gave you a heads up. Last week, I said, you're going to hate the month of October, <laughs> is exactly what I said. I got a lot of things going on in October, you too. Do? So there. What are you doing? Well, at the History Center, we're going to be doing Sam Rivers 100 on October 7th, oh. which okay. will be uh, honoring the, the jazz legend, Sam Rivers, who, on what would have been his He's 100th birthday. He's an American Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, he... He was this legend who 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 worked with the likes of uh, Billy Holiday oh. and Dizzy Gillespie, and spent the last twenty years of his life here in circuit. Orlando, and it, during a time that the the music scene here was just uh, blowing up. So he he added to that uniqueness. So October seventh, the panel discussion, a live concert with. Uh, People who played with him called the Sam Rivers Rejuvenation Orchestra. Come on out. Great name. And you know what? Since it's downtown, you should know there is a there, there's a code you can use to get free parking. There free is. Two hours of parking. You type in Park DTO, capital P, little A-R-K, capital D-T-O, uh, and it unlocks two hours of free parking on the street. And you can and do you that four times that before the, the end of, of the year. your heart, yeah. right? They're not a... Are, are they not a even sponsor? Spo- no, not, for, they? not this time. <laughs> not this time. They did the first time we wrote no, about that it. That is a cool thing. And then, the year, they, yeah. they, they also facilitate um, valet for restaurants. Yeah, right? there's a yeah. couple of restaurants downtown where if, if you use their valet, you can get it for free. If you, if you, I think you still need to say that Park DTO thing though. Okay, okay. Uh, it's a the password is Park DTO. <laughs> the word of the day is you have to whisper it though. Park DTO. DTO. <laughs> AC Sky Bar, yes. Artisan's Table, Ember, 
Crest Chop House, which you love, Ooh. and Thrive Cocktail Lounge are all participating in the program. You can get free parking if you use their valet services. That's an awesome thing. Yeah. Also, shout out to our friends at Edible Orlando, the magazine. Pam Brandon, my friend who's been running it for 13 years, is leaving. She won't be there anymore. Oh, no. I know. And then Kendra Lott, the publisher, is looking to sell the magazine by spring. She wants to get through the spring next, you know, 2024, and then she's hoping to have a buyer to take over the reins for the summer. So shout out to them. They've been doing a good job for the last 13 years. It's a very, it's a lovely publication. Beautiful. Yeah. Probably one of the best looking print products here in town, I would say. I would think so. And I think a lot of people would say that even if they have a print product. Yeah, I have a print product. You do? We're actually transforming our magazine into a newspaper next month, too. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's something else you're learning about today. <laughs> no, I know. I know I've heard about that. I, I just wondered if you wanted to say that or let it hit the stands oh, in first. Case we mess up. Oh my God! Spoiler well, no, alert! If you want to buy an ad, now's the time. Because now's the time it, to buy your ads. Call Mike. The print. Call Mike Donahue, or just slip into our DMs. He loves that. Or that's <laughs> that. Hey, you sent this to me. It's a little bit outside of the borders, but since we're on iDrive, I don't feel so bad about okay. it. There's a cardboard canoe regatta right. taking I, place at yes. Kelly's Park. That's an Orange County government yeah. situation. Just north of Apopka, there's a uh, uh, Kelly's Park, which is a it's a what state park, and it's a, a Florida spring. So if you get in there early enough with your inner tubes, you can just float through it all day, maybe have a little smoke if you're into that, Clothing and have optional, a medical marijuana card. Uh, well, it's optional, but you might get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Arrest is also optional. Yeah, don't wear a dress because there's kids around. You'll get in trouble. <laughs> Probably even worse than if you were naked. Uh, they have a regatta where if you have until, I want to say it's the third. Yeah, just like a $50 registration, right? Sixth. You have until the sixth to register. Okay. Uh, $50 per team. You can have 16 teams of five. Up that to five sounds people. like so much fun. I know. And you get to make, you You have to show up on the 14th at 8.30 a.m. You have until 1 p.m. Oh. that day to make a cardboard canoe or something, a cardboard <sighs> boat, and then you race it. And there's different prizes. I think it sounds so you fun. You have to get up early on a Saturday. Is Super that right? Early. And I'm going to tell you right now, the wider your cool boat, the at first. Wide boats win. Wide boats win? Yes. It's the only Our way. Our wide? Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, no. Have you ever <laughs> seen? It looks like a bowl. There are these Irish canoes that just look like big bowls. Oh, okay. And you okay. get a weird keel. And you so to sit are, are there any like qualifications? Like do, they, do they like go, oh, well, that certainly doesn't look like a canoe. You're out. I don't think so. Wow. I didn't really read all the instructions, but go check it out at Kelly's Park <laughs> on the county website. Uh, Castle, uh, Castle Irish Pub is now open in Cause oh, Park. Oh, this place. I knew you were going to have something to say about it. We, It's in the old teak restaurant space on Edgewater Drive, and it used to be, what was the Irish pub that was there before? Uh, the ghost Scruffy of Murphy's. Scruffy Murphy's. Yes. Uh, teak. And now... This uh, Castle Irish Pub, it's actually owned and operated by Irish people. Yep. Everything in there was built by artisans in Ireland. Your server might be Irish. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Ours he was, was so cute. Can we talk about him? What was Luke? his name? 
Oh, of course you remember his <laughs> of name. Of course I remember. Luke was adorable. Yes, and very and uh, so good. Just lovely and and the kind of server you want who like uh, gives you great suggestions and the, the he whole knew about Irish whiskeys. He flirted just enough. I fell in love with an Irish whiskey for yeah. sure. What would you remember? What it was called? Redbreast. I bet he has a red breast because he was <laughs> oh a ginger. Oh, my God. He was a ginger. He's like any innuendo. What the hell? It's not an innuendo. He had red hair. <laughs> <laughs> he did not have red hair. Yeah, this isn't a red herring. I'm just telling you. He, had, he did have red hair. He was a what? ginger. No. Luke? Yeah. And he had freckles. Pretty sure he, he looked did. like a boy I would make on artificial intelligence. Like, he was so cute. He, he was, was so cute. He was cute, but yeah. he, he probably still is cute, all for right. all we know. This Saturday... Uh, our friends at Hammered Lamb are hosting a band book event. Good if you want to go and support them from 2 Love to that. 6 p.m., uh, they'll be hanging out with our friends at the aforementioned Zebra Foundation. Because, ah, you nice. know, a lot of the band books happen to be related to gay things. Well, that's weird. Yeah, I know. So if you want to go and hang out and read some gay books, uh, that's the place to do it. There's a 16-story tower project. That was just taken over by a new developer. We actually wrote about it, i say, a t- couple years ago. A new developer took the reins of the same project, and they're making it their own, and they're going to put in a fancy upscale food hall. It's called uh, Shoma Bazaar, and there's already one in Miami that they're basing it off of that they also own. It's going to have raw food, street food, a beer garden, a lounge bar, a bakery cafe. We're going to have more information very soon, but if you want to read it now, just head on over to bungalore.com. We have a little uh, link to their Instagram. You can see some of the stuff that they've done already in Miami. And uh, Oh, man, we only have time for a couple more. What's this? I got in trouble. <laughs> I got in trouble this week. I should let you know. Oh, well, I, I know about a, oh, at least one of them, but what is this is one this about? One? Uh, uh, city Hall's giving money to City Arts, the, the art gallery oh, downtown in the historic about. building. <laughs> and there was a time when City Arts, they have a, an alleyway that surrounds this beautiful historic green tin-covered yes. building. Yeah. Uh, Rogers building. Rogers Keene building. Well, they slipped his name in there, yeah. but come on. They're trying to make the alleyway into this you know upscale courtyard. And, and before the pandemic, they were very excited about it. Obviously, things stalled. During the pandemic, then prices rise for construction costs. Uh, the The original estimate was six hundred thousand dollars in twenty twenty to build it. I haven't seen an amended uh, estimate. I'm guessing it's going to be a million, but the city's going to give them one hundred sixty thousand, then twenty five thousand dollars each year after that, and then they're getting an additional three hundred thousand for Orange County. There was a time when we had some uh, bleachers. And I wanted to donate them to City Arts. And I said, you guys could use these for your events because they're doing outdoor concerts and stuff there. I said, why don't you just take our our bleachers uh, and you can have them. And they said, well, no, it's just another thing for people to poop on because apparently that's where people poop in downtown Orlando because it's like one of the only big alleyways you could slip into, right? Just let one rip. And uh, so when I wrote about it, I called it the human... I said they're trying to transform a human feces-ridden alleyway into a new art courtyard. And man, when I shared it online on the website, nobody said anything. Facebook, nobody really cared. I shared it verbatim on Instagram. Yeah. And people are flipping out and throwing their shoes. Someone threw a baby. Like, it is crazy, Scotty Campbell. <laughs> things we will have feelings about. They think I'm disgusting for saying it. But that's just the case. It's just how it is. Uh, 
uh, you know, I don't know well, what else to say also, about it. I feel like I looked through the comments and you're exaggerating a little bit, but but, dare you. but but one thing, one thing is for 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 certain though, people need to like consider their audience and the people who are. The, the, the other people who are commenting, the people who uh-huh. are writing the captions uh-huh. to begin with, and the fact that they have knowledge of their own. Also, there's no public restrooms downtown. Well, there there is that, Where? but yeah. but it also if you're someone who thinks you can That's criticize, right. maybe uh, give some answers. Let's get some answers. If you want to get them, head on over to bungalow.com. Otherwise, we got to go right now. We're done. I'm leaving. Thank you so much to. PXG for hosting us this evening. And Old Red without even knowing. And, and Allie, our server. And Allie, our server, who is just the best Woo, server. I was so impressed. <laughs> if you're coming to Old Red, ask for Allie. She had the best. She was just the best. That's all I have to say. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>